0: Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio, episode 97, recorded Monday, November 7th, 2022. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Hello again, everyone. And as always, I want to thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Centropino. So how are you doing now that the time has changed back an hour? Well, I'm ready for us to stop changing our clocks twice a year. It doesn't matter to me if we pick standard time or daylight savings time. Let's just pick one and get on with it. And while we're talking about picking just one, tomorrow are the midterm elections. It has been quite an election year. And now that it's just about over, I know I won't miss all those political commercials. It just like, seems like there were way more of them, of them than in the past election cycles. Now, wouldn't it be great if they had to make a donation for every commercial to a reputable environmental organization? Now, that would be real progress, in my opinion. Well, there's nothing like the DEMA show to get your batteries all charged up. What an incredible jam-packed week in Orlando. It seems like I've been looking forward to the to the 2022 show for a really long time and I was not disappointed. Later on the show, I will be giving you a rundown on DEMA 2022 and the fun I had on Tech Clark's Power of Podcasting panel. There was a lot going on at the DEMA show and I have a lot to talk about. But up first is Wet Notes, my news and information update. This is Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio for Monday, November 7th, 2022. First up, who doesn't like penguins? Well, maybe some folks out there aren't too fond of these flightless birds, but I sure do like them. And like many species, they are also endangered. Now, I saw a short blog post recently from Stephanie Genouvrier, who is an associate scientist at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute. And she said that the U.S. has granted endangered species status to the Emperor Penguin. Why? Well, it's because of the threats created from the loss of their habitat. Now, scientists have conducted research and built models that show if we don't do anything about rising greenhouse gases, the Emperor Penguin will be virtually extinct by 2100. You see, the penguins use sea ice to breed, rest, seek refuge from predators and molt. Now, if the sea ice recedes too much, the birds will have too far to go, and, well, you know. And this is not good news, especially given the recent press about the world not meeting the Paris climate change goals. If you've been listening to the show... You'll know that I've talked a little bit about the state of the dive industry, specifically related to diver participation and certifications. So I just got a hold of the latest certification statistics from the Dive Equipment and Marketing Association for 2022 Q3 new diver certifications. The trend continues to go down. The demon numbers are mainly from PADI, SDI, and NAWI, with estimates from the other agencies. In Q3 2022, there were 44,383 new diver certification issues. In Q3 2021, there were 46,632 new diver certifications. So that represents a 4.8% decrease. Now, if we look at Q3 2017, the drop is about 18% down almost 50, down from almost 54,000 certifications. But then when I look at the stats for Connecticut, it looks like we've increased about 10%. That's good news. If my math is correct, we went from 509 in Q3 2021 to 590 in Q3 2022. Maybe our numbers jumped a bit, because referrals might have been down given of all the travel headaches this summer with the airlines. But the fact remains that less and less people are becoming new certified divers. We definitely need to get to the reasons behind these decreases and take the steps necessary to stabilize and grow. Now, many of our divers love shipwrecks. And some of our guys love going up to the Great Lakes for some fantastic shipwreck diving. Well, here's a new wreck recently discovered, but you're not really going to be able to get to this one. Kathy Dalsett had a short story in the Scuba News about a shipwreck discovery in Lake Superior. The Great Lakes Shipwreck Historical Society has identified the wreck of a 292-foot whaleback barge numbered 129. The barge was being towed by the steamer Monaloa Loa in 1902 when heavy weather caused the barge to break free and ultimately sink. The shipwreck is in about 650 feet of water, 9.75 miles west of Whitefish Point. The article also included a photo of the 129 along with a five-minute sh- uh, video from the underwater drone that explored the wreck. Last week, I was listening to our local public broadcast station and heard a story by Elsa Chang about coral reefs. The segment featured Enrique Sala, a marine biologist and founder of the National Geographic Pristine Seas Project. He led a National Geographic expedition to a very remote reef in 2009. He talked about this reef being virtually untouched at the time. That was in Kiribati. Well, over the years, the reef was hit with storms, bleaching, and other events that destroyed part of the reef. But there is some good news here. When he went back, he was expecting to see more devastation. That wasn't the case. What they found was that the reef was regenerating. Why did that happen? Well, you see, half the reef survived, and the government put in full protection The fish came back and started eating the algae, allowing the coral to thrive and grow. They weren't getting smothered. So, we can make a difference if we protect the reefs and allow the fish to thrive. While I was at the DEMA show, I checked in with Amy Lee from Reef. That's the Reef Environmental and Educational Foundation in Key Largo. Amy is the Engagement and Communications Manager, and she gave me an update on one of their upcoming 2023 trips. Now, I've talked about these trips in the past, and someday hope to get one on my schedule if it opens up. There's a change to one of the trips in 2023. Originally, they had a Grand Cayman trip planned for May 2023 to Cobalt Coast. Well, clearly Cayman Resorts has sold the property, and it was no longer an option. So, Reef worked with the Clearly Cayman Resorts to move the survey trip to Cayman Brac. They'll be heading to the Cayman Brack Beach Resort, and the trip runs May 20th to May 27th, 2023. Amy is leading the trip along with Sierra Barkdahl, who is the Citizen Scientist Coordinator at Reef. Now, it's funny, we'll be in Grand Cayman at Sunset House this same week. You can check out all the details and pricing on the Reef website. And it looks like there's still space available. And finally, I just want to let everyone know that my nonprofit organization, Scuba Educational Alliance of Connecticut, has obtained our federal nonprofit status as a 501c3 corporation. I finally got the paperwork right. Well, we're working hard to fund our first training scholarships in the spring of 2023 you can check out our website at seact.org and any support you can provide would be greatly appreciated. Well, that wraps up this latest installment of Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio. Well, like I said at the top of the show, there's nothing like DEMA to really get you energized and enthusiastic about scuba diving and the diving industry. There is just so much to do, so many things to see, and so many people to connect with. Four days just doesn't seem like enough. So today, I thought I'd give you an update on the show from my perspective. First, let's talk about the location. This year, Dima was in Orlando, Florida, at the Orange County Convention Center. This is the third time that I attended in Orlando, and I gotta say, I really like the location. Orlando is one of the few places that we can get a direct flight from Hartford, Connecticut, and within three hours, we're in the Sunshine State. It doesn't get any easier than that. One thing, however, is that JetBlue is now flying out of the brand new Terminal C at the Orlando Airport. This is a massive terminal that is out away from Terminals A and B. So if you're flying into Terminal C in Orlando, be prepared, especially if you're getting a rental car. You're going to have to take the bus over to Terminal B to pick up your car. This year, the show was back in the South Pavilion. Last time, it was in the West Pavilion, and it was quite a walk to get there from the parking lot. South Pavilion is much more convenient, in my opinion. Now, while there were several activities on Monday, the show officially kicked off on Tuesday, November 1st. I started my DEMA show by attending a really informative presentation by Dr. Mateus Neceto from Divers Alert Network, and that was on challenging diving injuries. Then, Greg Holt and the rest of the scuba radio gang were again doing their routine each morning, revving up the crowd before the 10 a.m. opening. Tom Ingram, the president and CEO of DEMA, along with the rest of the DEMA board of directors, cut the ribbon officially opening the show at exactly 10 a.m., and the rush was on. Clearly, there were a lot more exhibitors this year. Before getting to the show, I had made a number of appointments with various partners and also added quite a few exhibitors to my favorite list in the DEMA Show app. The app proved invaluable in keeping me on track, guiding me around the show floor, and keeping me up to date, especially with those happy hour alerts. Now after my first full day attending presentations and visiting with some of our key suppliers, I headed over to the Rosen Center for the Paddy Reception and the Dan Party. Both events were outstanding. At the Paddy Reception, I ran into Rich Sinowitz from Divers Incorporated. You might recognize this name. Rich is one of the pioneers of scuba diving podcasts, having done Divers Sing for 10 years. It was great to finally meet him, and I'll have an update on Rich in a little bit. At the Dan party, Bill Zeifel gave us an update on the amazing success of the new Dan Enhanced membership, along with all the other activities going on at Dan. Some great food and drink, and an opportunity to network. Wednesday morning started off with the DEMA update meeting. The event kicked off with the board of directors recognizing Tom Ingram for his 20 years as the president and CEO of DEMA. Tom has certainly been a steady hand at the helm, and the recognition is well-deserved. This year, Tom focused the meeting on recognition. He introduced the Dive Champion awardees, which included Dive Pirates, CORE, and the Women Divers Hall of Fame, plus this year's Maker winner, Jennifer Schulman. Then, Tom recognized all of the DEMA board members and all of the rest of us who worked on the volunteer committees this year. I've been part of the DEMA Retailers Engagement Committee. Our primary focus was on selecting the presentations for the show, and I'm very much looking forward to my continued work. I have also been fortunate to have been nominated for the Board of Directors representing the Dive Retailers, and Tom introduced all of us who are on the ballot. He also let us know that the show is bouncing back after the pandemic. Last year was a tough one, but this year there was about a 50% increase in both exhibitors and attendees. The expectation is that next year will be a big year when DEMA hits New Orleans. One of the other nice things about DEMA is that you can drill down in certain areas. For example, This year, our point-of-sale solution, DiveShop 360, put on a series of exhibitor-sponsored presentations. Now, I was able to attend three of the four and got some very valuable information on how better to use the platform and take advantage of the many built-in capabilities. I'm really anxious to start exploring all these features and hope to implement some much-needed change. I also had a great meeting with Diane and Adrian from Quest Dive Adventures. They're our dive travel partner. We firmed up our 2023 schedule and started planning 2024. And here's a really cool thing. Diane and Adrian made some suggestions for us to consider. Well, I was then able to go to the resort booths and talk to them about their operation and get specific information. One thing I did make sure to do was schedule our next Little Cayman trip, and we're going back to the Little Cayman Beach Resort in January 2024, and I can't wait for that one. One of the highlights of the show for me came on Thursday. I was asked to participate in the panel discussion led by Tech Clark on The Power of Podcasting. I shared the stage with some fantastic podcast and content creators. The panel consisted of Jason Meaney from the Dram of Diving podcast, James Blackman, who hosts the Diver Ready YouTube channel, and Stephen Whelan from Deeper Blue. These guys really do some great stuff, and I was humbled to be a part of that panel. We had some interesting dialogue, and it was very rewarding to talk to the folks after the panel discussion. Rich Sinowicz was in attendance, and he had some interesting comments during the Q&A. After the panel discussion, I again caught up with Rich, and he told me that he's planning to make a comeback to podcasting in the new year. Now, this is great news, and I'm very much looking forward to his return. I am hoping that we stay connected and maybe mutually appear on our podcasts. I am very appreciative of Tech's support, and this has really opened up an opportunity and some doors for me to continue to evolve Scooby Shack Radio and maybe get some really cool guests to appear in, in Season 5. On Friday, the last day of the show, I had some more business to attend to. You see, we are in the need of a new compressor at Scuba Shack. It is time to upgrade and get a system with proper support. All the major compressor dealers were at the DEMA show. I was able to talk to many of them, and finally I I settled on a specific system and cut the deal. And it was just in time. Donna told me that our compressor was not working, and we couldn't get a technician on site quickly. Very luckily for us, we're at a point in our dive season where we can wait until our new Alkin compressor is installed in about a week. And while I had to make a decision about a compressor, I am deeply appreciative of all the manufacturers who showed up and allowed me to make an informed decision that is right for our dive shop. Now I wanna do a little editorializing here. There were a number of major scuba equipment manufacturers who chose not to support DEMA. And in my opinion, they are not supporting us, the retailers who are on the front lines with our customers. Aqualung, Uish, and ScubaPro were noticeably absent and have decided it is in their best interest to hold their own events, even if that is not in our best interest. My hats off to those who continue to support DEMA and us, Sherwood, Acona, Genesis, Henderson, Halcyon, Tusa, Fourth Element, DUI, and many others. Thank you for continuing to make the investment and fostering the relationships with the brick-and-mortar dive shops by coming to DEMA. I could see the struggles last year, but this year we have put COVID behind us. I'm going to do all that I can to support those who support DEMA. As far as the training agencies, great job on being present, and I was particularly impressed by Patty being back and having all hands on deck. It was always crowded at the paddy booth. So, now we have a whole year to get ready for DEMA Show 2023 in New Orleans. I will continue to work with the Retailer Engagement Committee and maybe get involved in some other areas. Perhaps, I may also be fortunate to serve on the Board of Directors. Finally, I want to congratulate Tom Ingram on his anniversary as president and CEO of DEMA and thank him and his incredible staff for an absolutely amazing DEMA show 2022. What a great four days down in Orlando. The show was fantastic, and I got so much accomplished. It was so different from my first Demon show that I attended in 2017. I really planned out my time and made the most of every minute. Can't wait until the next one. So that wraps up this latest episode of Scooby Shack Radio, and once again, thanks to everyone who continues to tune in. I'll be back in a couple of weeks, but until then, take care, everyone.